Hello Future Tribe and welcome to episode 52. This episode's a continuation of my conversation with Pip Rasmussen. So if you haven't listened to episode 51 already, I would suggest you go back before you hop into this episode. On this episode, we roll back into talking about perseverance, specifically about how often that it it's those people with good attitudes and strong work ethics and likable personalities that succeed in business, uh, especially in entertainment, obviously being the field that Pip is in, as opposed to just people with raw talent because it's perseverance, it's that long game that often sort of wins out at the end. We also talk about Pip taking on new responsibilities and being proactive in upskilling herself and how that having so much on her plate has meant that she hasn't been able to dwell and sit in her mistakes and that's been a good thing for Pip so it's allowed her to just move forward, push forward and just take everything, grasp everything with both hands. We then talk about what Pip has plan for her immediate future in the entertainment industry, how she hopes to become a fully-fledged Triple J host eventually, uh, because of her lifelong infatuation with the organization, she goes into how she's just been in love with Triple J for a long, long time. And then we jump into the top 12, as always, during which we take a bit of a detour to talk about people not following their dreams and, and the excuses that people make. And as Pip mentions, especially in the entertainment industry, there are a lot of people who make excuses about why they won't succeed and why it's unattainable and they never even give it a go and they just choose a safer career path that they're less passionate about instead. All right, that's enough for my intro. Here's the episode. Welcome to the Future Tribe podcast, where we're all about taking your future to the next level. Whether it is interviewing guests or unpacking strategies, you know we will be talking about getting things done and backing you, a fellow optimistic go-getter. And now, as always, here is your host, the formidable, fortunate and highly favoured, Jermaine Muller. All right, I mean, yeah. um, your, your industry, I mean, most industries are over the nature where like if people realize that there are flexible individuals who who say yes and and put in their best into you know something that is adjacent that they're going to ask you you know i can think of like almost any industry would have instances like that like you know if you're a if you're a waiter um, and they suddenly ask you to wait for a really grand function and you have not, not done that before, but if you're, mm. if, you're, if you're the kind of person to put your hand up, guess what? They're going to turn around to you every time they're short on, you know, some staff for a bigger event. Or in, in your case, uh, they turn to you when they, they're short on staff who present X, Y, Z niche of entertainment um yeah. where they turn to other people and go oh, they're probably going to say no they've like very much shoebox themselves into this one area we can turn to pip and pip will probably just give it a go at the very least she'll just say yep i'll give it a go and then just turn up happy not like turn up like oh i can't believe i'm being forced to do this mm. um just, just, I guess, grab it with both hands and then mm. give it all you got. That's it. That's it. Like, that's the main thing about like what I've learned actually from this industry. Um, and you probably recognize it as well when you see people on TV or in any media where you're like, man, they're not that great. Like they're not that great at their job, but you know why that they're there is because they turn up on time. They have a good positive attitude and they're easy to work with. Like it kind of doesn't matter if you're bad at it because you'll get good at it. 
Mm-hmm. Like the more practice you do, you get good. But if you are the person who is like really reliable and people like to work with you, it's like, you're good. Like you could work anywhere you want as long as you're easy to work with, Yeah, <laughs> especially yeah. in TV. Cause like you can imagine <laughs> there are some like people who are not as fun to work with <laughs> <laughs> as others. Yeah. Like, it applies across many industries, like, you know, reliable, turn up, do what you do, what you say you will do when you say you will do it. And you're mm. already for better or worse ahead of the curve. Um, yeah. yeah, there's, there's a, there's a few industries where that applies. I can, I can, I don't want to name them because I think I'll offend <laughs> people from those industries, but there are some industries where you just got to turn oh, up. I'll name and... them. I'll name them. <laughs> <laughs> Let me at them. <laughs> um, so, I mean, d- does anything else come up? Like um, thinking back that, you know, um, to, to be honest, it just sounds like you just put your hand up so many times and you just probably even a little bit like me, like I don't necessarily think back and go, those were mistakes and I don't register them as mistakes. I register them as almost like changes in trajectory where I sort of learned something. I went, okay, mm. next time around, I'm not yeah. going to do that. Um, you know, I think that the like- reason why I'm finding this question hard to answer is because I think I'm actually in a stage at the moment in my career where, um, I am going through a period of like change and like mm-hmm. learning. So I think like when I, when you're like, Oh, look back and you you know, how, look back in how you've been doing stuff. Like I'm kind of like, yeah, I was really like stoked with everything that's been happening. Like I feel so good about that. But like right now, actually I feel like I've been in a position where I'm like learning so much. I have to like think on my feet all the time and I'm going through quite like a big change of like path in a sense and like Mm -hmm. taking on more responsibility. So maybe that's why I'm kind of like struggling to answer this, but I think something that actually did just come to me again, which is quite specific to what I do. I've had to unlearn a few things going from kids TV to radio. Um, I don't think we established before, but triple J is a youth station, but that youth is 18 to 24, but there are different demographic. To, totally. to to your day job, your your night job, like you suddenly have to almost yeah. I assume also shift your personality a little bit. Like you talked about exaggerating your personality mm. on ABC Me. Um mm. and I mean entertainment is about exaggerating personalities because that's what makes you unique. But you're now talking about shifting also your mindset of talking to, you know, under 14 year olds to talking to over 18, 18 year to olds. 20 year olds. Yeah, yeah, literally. And like people who listen, who have been like OG fans of Triple J mm. since like 1975. So it is like a really strange transition for me to like, um, pull that kind of mental, mental muscle of like being like, okay, um, I can actually talk about like things that are relevant to my age. I'm not restricted by a lot of red tape. Like, as you can imagine with kids TV, like we are like ABC is like gold star standard of like Mm -hmm. how kids should be talked to and treated to treated. Sorry. Um, And we're so good at that. And like, I feel like there's something in my job with like kids TV that I'm always really proud of is that I'm like, I feel like I can always talk to my audience as if they're not kids. Like we never, like Mm -hmm. I never even refer to them as kids unless I'm in like an external sort of, like yeah. what we're talking like now. Cause I'm literally like, no, nah, they're just like, they're where mates. Like then they see yes. me as like a mate. They see me as like an older sister or like a cousin or something. But and you're communicating like, like peers rather than like a yeah. teacher or a parent totally. or from this position of authority where you're sort of going, your problems are small problems. And, and that sort yeah. of classic thing about um, where, you know, I mean, I, I remember um, looking into like, uh, I think it was 13 reasons why on Netflix and a mm. number of Netflix shows, why they were successful 
successful was because they were able to communicate and portray the problems with the gravitas of what it feels like at that age. Um, mm. And I guess that, that's what you're communicating here is that you can sort of go talk at that level um, versus talking down to that level. Mm. You're just basically on their same level. There's literally no like no talking down at all. And mm. the, the problem with that is like, there's no problem with it. Sorry. There's just more like the problem that I'm finding is that I have to unlearn some things in that I can be like my 26 year old kind of self rather than my like 16 year old yes, self in a way. Max. Yeah. Because yeah. you gotta shift your mindset. Yeah. And like, and even I'm, like subjects and topics I assume get, get affected. Yeah, totally. Like I'm, I'm definitely like spoke to, you know, my, my managers and stuff at ABC me. And I was just like, there are going to be times where I'm going to talk about things that are adult and that that's mm. just gonna have to be okay and they were like yeah like it is like there's nothing we can do and you're a personality you're kind of at this point where you are um a personality rather than just like a tv host with us like you're not just mm. our face of our channel but you're also like branching out into this new thing so yeah it's been really um tricky and interesting um to have to mold this new thing and i find myself like like in studio, I'm like, I sometimes have doubts about, I'm like, wait, should we talk about that? Like editorially, right. is that okay? And then I'm mm. like, dude, shut up. Like it's fine. <laughs> and I think my new, oh, I've just thought of a new mantra that I, um, that I actually have been trying to follow a lot lately, which is, um, what is it? It is ask for forgiveness, not for permission. And I yeah. think I want to do that more with radio, especially because it's live. It is what it is. Like once it's out there, it is out, it's gone. And that's it. And like, mm -hmm. that's, that's something that's actually been a real learning curve as well. Um, learning how to deal with like, so like constant liveness, which sounds yeah. really weird, but for someone who's mostly um, studio based and doesn't like, I mean, to be fair, I did do a weekly live show with ABC me for ages before all this COVID stuff happened. Um, and that was great experience. It was great. But yeah, with um, doing the radio live thing, like, um, you can't really check, like you, of course you have to check yourself cause you never want to say, you don't want to defame yeah. anybody or anything like that. But like, there's so, there's such a huge difference of editorial policy between my kids TV work and this, it's just, yeah. it's, a, it's just challenge. Different level of oversight, different yeah. level of like checking yourself, but, For but sure. then yeah, you, you've got to sort of do that somewhat sleep deprived, <laughs> somewhat oh stressed and then yeah. just shift and check yourself. And you're literally like operating what feels like a rocket ship at times. And you're like, yeah. okay, cool. Well, we're chiming in. Like it's yeah. so much. And like, it's something that someone taught me like while doing this radio thing and I'm learning like all the time, like every day is like, it doesn't matter like whether you do a good break or a bad break as in like a talk break, like mm. it doesn't matter. You actually have to just move on. You can't even like celebrate it. Even if you were like, wow, it was so good. But it's like, well, you've got a song to load. You've got yeah. a promo to go and you need to like forward think this next break. And like, there's yes. no time, which is like really interesting. And like, you, even if you have a bad one, you have to just be like, water off ducks back. Like, let's yep. go. We've got just another break off. coming. Exactly. I've got three it's minutes, hard. 30 seconds to recoup. <laughs> like once this song's, you know, about to finish, I am back on. I am, I can't, you know, be sad about the last three minutes ago when I stuffed it and up. And you'll get text messages of people being like, oh, <laughs> oh man. you stuffed that up. Yeah. And then you're like, I know, but I, yeah. I've got a lot going on right now. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's hard. <laughs> that, that, that's awesome though. You just got to sort of roll with the punches. Um, totally. Let's talk about what you want to do moving forward. What, what are your, yes. what are you sort of so 
what is what's the plan? What 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 do you? I mean, let's talk about ten years down the line. Yeah. What's what's Pip going to be doing? And then oh we'll no, talk about ten more. years. Do you mean that's too far? <laughs> Can we do five? <laughs> yeah, let's do five. <laughs> I'm like a one step at a time kind of person. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, like my life is so like dictated by what work I get in a way. Like the fact that I moved to Melbourne, I'm like. People are like, oh, you're going to stay here? And I'm like, well, I would like to, but if something happens where a job comes up in Sydney, like I will go. Like, yeah. So I'm always like sort of going with the you flow gotta be and the motion. Yes, mm. got to be flexible. And that's, you don't have like, you know, in this entertainment entertainment industry, um, you just don't have the, um, what's the word, privilege, I guess, to like, yeah. You can't like, really call the shots almost. You've just got to sort nah. of. Just go with it. I, I guess. I mean, eventually, after like a, a long time in the industry, I'm sure you'll be you'll get to a position where you can call the shots. But in the meantime, there's just so many people, so many moving parts that mm. like you're just a small. You know, even if you're you know the the sole uh, presenter of a show, there's so mm. many more people involved in the back end that ultimately, yeah. you know, you're just a small cog in sort of that machine of, of that production, isn't it? Exactly, and. It- man, it feels good to be a small cog. Let me tell you, <laughs> it's the best. Like I'm living the dream, even though I was like low key complaining about working <laughs> a lot, but, but, nah, but it's oh, how awesome is it? Like, I mean, you yeah, know, it's the best. <laughs> I, I, I'm in a different position, but having my own business, it's the same thing. Like there's no, mm. you know, you, you work, you get to work at eight o'clock, you work till five thirty six, and then you go home, you have some dinner and then you're working for a few more hours. If, if that's what yeah. you got to do, it's just what you got to do. And like, mm. um, you know, a weekend is just, to me at least, the week, a weekend is a time period where uh, my partner's home and everyone else has the the day off from work. It's nothing more than that. It's not, you know, a day a break, for example, uh, similar mm. to you. It's just mm. another another opportunity to work. Um, it, it's just it's just sort of what you got to deal with. Um, but yeah. moving forward, let's let's touch on that. Yes. What, what are you what are you sort of looking at? Um, well, I'm, I really love kids TV and I still really want to do it for however long they'll have me. I think, mm-hmm. um, it's sort of funny. Cause like you do get to a point where you're like, have I learned everything? And then I'm like, no, like I'm learning all the time. I'm getting challenged with like new projects. So I'm really happy to keep doing that, but I do want to like edge more into radio, whatever that may be. Why there, is that? Said, like, what's the reason? I don't know. Like I've always just like, I mean, like Triple J is like a dream job for me. Like I, you could ask anyone um, who knew me in high school. Like I used to wear like Triple J merch. Like I would just like be on top of their playlists. Like I was obsessed. Like it was like, it was like my dream thing to do. And like, I think I've just kind of held on to that and been like, yeah, I think I've been working up to this moment for a really long time. And um, whether or not I'm presenting or if I'm doing, as you said, like a back-end thing, like that would be amazing. And it's just such a, it's just like such a cool organization. And I think, I feel like it just makes sense as like a next step to go from like young audience to like kind of my age audience. Mm -hmm. Like to me, I'm like, that's where I want to be. Like I want to, like, it's so refreshing to be able to talk about topics that I can't talk about on, on television. Like it's like the first time I got to talk to almost, right? Yeah. Yeah, on, on like, like a different level and like personal things that I could not mm. tell like my audience. Cause I'm like, yeah, that's not relevant to them or it's not appropriate. Like it's yeah. just so nice to be able to like talk about that. And like, yeah, I like feel like it's like an untapped part of me that I haven't been able right. to really explore. Like 
like when when I get this question all the time, like on several different shows where they're like, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? And I'm like, guys, like, you know my life. Like I have nothing else to give. Like, <laughs> I've got nothing. Triple J, I'm like, oh, I have so much like I can give yes. here. And like, like personal experiences really, and yeah, stuff that you kind of sort of talk to, yeah. Exactly. And even just like um, commenting on like news and stuff that's going on mm. in the world. Like that's something that I found like so fun and refreshing. And like, I really enjoy like sitting down and going, what's a quirky news story? How do we make a talk back out of it? Like what kind of like, what do we expect people to react? Like, I just love that kind of process and I love doing that. So I want to do that more. So I think, yeah, to answer your question in short, um, fulfilling my destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Which is triple J. Which is so ridiculous. It's like a, like a, a game, like the, the, the chosen one. No, no. Yeah. But like, yeah. But like, you know, like achieving that dream that I've always had in my back of my head in some sort of way. But also, yeah, expressing a part of myself that I feel like I'm ready to um, to engage with and, and find people who are like-minded like me and have like this new experience. And I just, I just love radio. Like I actually love radio. Like I've listened to so much like radio my whole life, whether it was like commercial stations or like podcasts and stuff like that, even like growing up in my family, like everyone's really musical and very like radio orientated. I did mention at the start of this that my dad worked at ABC Mm -hmm. and like I've grown up in that environment of just really like loving listening to radio and, and really loving the format. So yeah. And it's sort of like, maybe you'll like have an opinion on this. Like I think radio is kind of not going to go anywhere anytime soon. I have a feeling Um, everyone's a bit like, Ooh, TV, it's all streaming and Netflix and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's such a strong format and there's such a lovable thing. And triple J has just done such a good job of like getting this reputation as like, you see their banners at a festival and you're like, you associate that with a good time. You're like, Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. Red drum. That means a good artist is here. And like, yeah that means like they've got good competitions going or like they've, they understand like our youth issues and like, that's what I'm just like so into. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the way I see triple J in Australia for sort of, I guess, international uh, viewers and listeners is that it's just this thing that taps into, you know, those, the 20 somethings um, and even like the 30 somethings. And it's just something that it's almost like a mate who talks about that stuff. Who's like really real um, where you don't necessarily get that from, um, other entertainment sources that have to think about, you know, their sponsors and their commercial partners and, and being PC and being, and, you know, looking at their political influences and Mm. triple J doesn't have any of that because, you know, the way the gut, where they're set up is that the government has to fund them. Um, no matter what, there's no political alliances. In fact, yeah. Triple J and ABC's role is almost to just say what everyone's thinking and bring out as many voices as possible. And that just makes it very relatable and then you being on there what the opportunity is for you to be on there and, and just sort of be more of you without levels of censorship um that mm. you you've sort of had to experience because it's just a nature i mean you know every, everything has to be controlled but i guess the parameters are a bit more widespread when you when you move into triple j which is yeah really exciting i'm sort of almost jealous on my end because it also gives you that <laughs> platform, right? Like it gives you that opportunity to talk to people and oh, it just seems really fun. It's so fun. Like it's the best. Like you literally like 
you get to talk to people, you get to engage with them, you get to bring them songs that like make them feel some type of way, whether it's sad or happy or anything. And you feel like you're making a meaningful connection when you get that nice text when someone was like, man, you just started my day off so right with this Duke Dumont song. And you're just like, mm. yeah, I did. Like, we did that. Yeah. We programmed that and we yeah. put that in there and now you're going to have a good day. Like, yeah. it does feel really good. <laughs> and music is just, you know, such a such a thing that across cultures, across countries, it's just you know, everyone loves music. Like I don't, I don't know anyone who doesn't mm. like, yeah, the genres change, the, the lyrics change, the type of music changes, but music is just that common thread. And um, as far as I know, Triple J sort of, you know, isn't, isn't uh, genre specific anyway, is it? Like it's, it, you guys sort of, there's no thing about this is the, this, these are the only genres you can play or anything like that. No, no, like there's no limit on genres. There's definitely like a sort of a Triple J sound that they yeah. procured for sure. Like you wouldn't hear Lady Gaga on Triple yeah. J, but you might hear a Kate Trinata remix of mm-hmm. a Lady Gaga song, mm-hmm. like who is like an alternative kind of artist. Like, and that's cool as well. Like, and that taps into a whole different kettle of fish, I guess, with culture and um, cross pollination and stuff like that. But yeah, there's no limit to that. Um, and yeah, I think people connect with it on a personal level as well as, yeah, like the musical level where they're just people who really, really love music. But then there are also people who are just like regular Aussies who are just love going to festivals and they love like going to raves and stuff like that. And it's like you get like a really wide array of people. And then you get like the OGs, as I was saying, like people who like yeah. text in being like, I've been listening since 1975. Like, and I'm just like, damn, that's so that's cool. Crazy. Like you have... You didn't want to do Double J? That's fine. Stay here. Like, <laughs> yeah. Double J is like the oldest sister kind of radio station. It's like <laughs> the cool uncle and slash aunt of Triple J. <laughs> um, uh, where can people find out more about you or, you know, get in touch with you? Um, what's what's a good way if anyone sort of, you know, um, has any yeah. questions after some tips, after some advice? How can yeah. Yeah. I reckon like Instagram and Twitter, just hit me up there. My username is at Pip Rasmussen, which is P-I-P-R-A-S-M-U-S-S-E-N. Yeah, I know it's a mouthful of a last name, but <laughs> I feel like it makes me kind of stand out from the pack. Yeah, it's unique. <laughs> um, and that's the same on Twitter as well? Yes, same as awesome. on Twitter We'll link as well. all that in the description anyway. Perfect. Um, okay, you ready for the top 12? I'm nervous, but I'm ready. <laughs> good. Nervous is good. Uh, let's get some. Let's get some responses going. So, top three books or, or podcasts that you recommend? Okay. Well, um, I'm a terrible person, and I'm not a huge book person. I do like so much reading online, like of articles and stuff like that. But I haven't picked up a book in ages. Um, but, in, but in terms of articles, are there are there websites that you sort of tend to go to for for news or for yeah? For opinion? Um. That is a good question. I feel like I do get a lot of my news while at work at ABC, like a lot of ABC articles, Guardian, Triple J Hack, who is like the sort of um, news program of Triple J. I occasionally read like a Vice article, but mostly mm-hmm. they're pretty garbage. Um, <laughs> Clickbait. I do stuff. like their conspiracy ones, you know, like about aliens and stuff like that. I like that kind of thing. That's fun. Um, for, 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 yeah. for, is that for fun or for factual information? Oh, for fun. It's like it's <laughs> for me, for sure. I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, podcast though. I did used to listen to heaps of podcasts. I haven't really listened to any lately, but I did really love this one that came out last year um, 
with ABC called Unravel True Crime and the mm. season was called Snowball. And I listened to it because the guy who hired me to do Triple J, he went away for like a whole year and made this whole podcast. And I was like, wow. better listen to that because the old boss <laughs> is, that's his thing. Yeah. But uh, I listened to it. Nah, I'm kidding. Ollie's listening. I'm joking. <laughs> I listened to it because it was really interesting because he like, he sold it so well. He was literally like my brother. Um, married a con artist and scammed him out of millions of dollars. And I go on the journey to find out like where she is, why she did it and all this stuff. And it's just like this insane story of this woman who like really takes his whole family for a complete ride. And it's crazy. So that was really I'm good. listening to that. Just putting it out yeah. there on my drive home because I've been looking for something interesting and I've been getting into true crime podcasts and Great. didn't know that existed. Cool. That's, that's one <laughs> done. Um, so yeah, definitely listen to that. And also he's New Zealand. So it's really nice hearing like New Zealand voices. I personally love the accent. So that's refreshing. Um, also, uh, Triple J, uh, music programmer, Gemma Pike, I believe did, um, the big day out podcast. If you're into Aussie music festivals and wondering why the big day out like ended and how that all like went about, cause it was such an iconic, huge festival and like often on air, like I'll be like, oh, I remember seeing them at like the last big day out. And it's mm, like, oh, yeah, all right. It's referenced so much. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and then back in the day I used to listen to love and radio, which is like love plus radio. Um, mm. and also I really like radio lab cause they do like a really good sort of sciencey vibe, but it's not sciencey in that, like, you don't feel like you're wearing a lab coat while listening. Uh -huh. It's really like loose science kind of thing. So that's my recommendation for podcasts. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um, how about top three software or tools that you can't live without? Mm, okay. Um, don't hate me, but TikTok is life. Um, <laughs> I'm not a creator of TikToks. I'm more of a consumer. And like, I just, some of the memes and the formats and the creativity that comes out of that app is like astounding. And I'm like, it would be dumb for me to not look at this because it's so relevant to my audience. And like the way that people are creating videos is really creative too. So that I could not live without. Loki probably Instagram as well. Like I just, I really like social media. Like I actually really like it. It's trash, but, you use but it, it's so fun. <laughs> well, but is it also a way for you to, you know, look at what other people are creating and then, um, I mean, that sort of uh, imitation, uh, you know, how artists always take imitation and inspiration from stuff. Is there an element of mm. that where you sort of, I mean, I find myself, you know, going through as like someone who loves photography, someone who likes just creating stuff. I find myself mm. scrolling through just to look at what people come up with to see how mm. that sort of moves stuff around in my head and, and affects what I do next. Yeah, totally. I definitely use that like as a tool of inspiration. Like there are so many people I follow, which I feel like we'll talk about in a second, yeah. um, who are just the best like photographers, like concept artists, like stuff like that, fashion people. And like, mm. I don't really like the term like influencer because like, I mean, I don't really like influencers, but there are like influencers that I actually really like and who I feel are contributing to society in a good way and not in a yes. way that's like, Hey, drop my name and get 10% off. Like, yeah, you know that what I mean? sort of new money, just making a bunch of money because <sighs> yeah. we've got a bunch of followers sort of vibe. How do you, yeah. um, how do you keep track of everything that you do? Do you use like a calendar app or something or? What, like how do you know you know okay oh. tonight I'm on radio today I'm on mm -hmm. or are you just really good at sort of remembering oh I definitely just use like the inbuilt kind of stuff for that I don't really 
I'm not one of those people that's very like organized and has like um, a strategy. I'm just mm-hmm. like, yep, use that inbuilt calendar, um, put a timer on if I need, like, I don't even know how to use like, um, like the, the Apple function of like a, like a reminder. Like, I don't even know oh, how to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put like an alarm and like, I'm like, six right. o'clock, remember to pay that bill. Like, I don't, I'm not good at that. Like, I'm more about like the creative side of things on my phone. I, I apologize for anyone who's hoping <laughs> to get like a really cool, like calendar app or something. App, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have it. I'm not That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Anything else that you wanted to mention with software and tools that you can't live without? Um, let me think. I really like photo ed- editing apps lately. Um, I have this one called PixArt, which is really fun. And like, um, it's just like, I spend a few hours, like, not a few hours, probably like an hour, like having fun and editing photos because I really enjoy seeing something a bit different on the old Instagram feed. I don't know. Like lately I've just been doing it heaps and I'm like, I don't know if, if people are vibing this. I'm having fun putting like glitter in the background right. for no reason. I just think it like does really um, make you s- sort of stand out from the pack when you are scrolling and you see like someone's done a cool edit. I'm like, mm-hmm. when I see that, I'm like, wow, they, they took a lot of time. I wonder how they did effort. that. Like, you know, and that was effort. And so I'm like, they want me to see this. So I'm sort yeah. of like, I'm going to do that, but I also really enjoy doing it. So yeah. And, and I, see, this is, this is one thing that I've found is that a lot of people don't, it's not that you have to respect it, but you know, people who put effort into something like that, it's not always just vanity that they're putting that that the reason yeah. I'm putting effort into it sometimes just creating something new it's not it's not just about looking better you know slimming slimming you down or or uh you know getting rid of blemishes on your face sometimes it's about creating something that is art uh that just happens to go and be published through social media um mm. you can't just you don't have to just cut everything down just because it's on social media right mm, 100% and like yeah, I don't see it as like a vanity thing for myself because I'm not really face tuning. Like I'm not yeah. like moving my body parts around. I'm just like, <laughs> I really want a cool background. I'm like I really want to like put a stripe in this. And like, I, I don't know. Like, I, and I see other people doing it and I get really inspired by that. And I'm like, I want to copy that. Like yeah. it's never me being original, being like, <laughs> I thought of this. Like, no, I saw Starting someone trend. else do that. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do, <laughs> do it better. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's awesome though. Um, moving on. Uh, Top three mm. mantras you try and live by. Anything yes. come to mind? Okay, so the first one, which we already mentioned, uh, yes. ask for forgiveness, not for permission. Um, because That's not a license to just do stupid things, though. <laughs> no, yeah, just to, like, clarify, don't be an idiot and don't <laughs> don't put yourself in danger and everyone else in danger. But, like, yeah, like sometimes in a work environment, um, the best thing to do is just go for it and um, – if people, if your boss or whatever doesn't like it or doesn't agree with it, then you just cross that bridge when it comes to it. Like, mm-hmm. I just think like, especially in my industries, I guess, I kind of feel like there's a lot of tiptoeing sometimes. And you do have to be careful about what you put out there because you are broadcasting to children. So you need to like, make sure everything's above board and everything's good. But like, there are just times where I'm like, man, this is too uptight. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, we're sucking the fun out of this. Mm-hmm. let's just do this idea and if they have a problem with it fix it in post and like yeah. <laughs> that's not gonna apply to every other career path but yeah I definitely think sometimes you just need to take a risk and like if you think that if you calculate that you can recover from the risk if it doesn't go well then great like go for it like don't do anything ridiculous but like yes. yeah put yourself out there like if you've got this crazy idea just like go for it and if it doesn't work out at least you tried yeah so yeah. that's one of them 
Um, let me look at my little notes because I have to write this <laughs> down. <laughs> um, yeah, say yes to things. I was a massive yes man growing up as we have established. So like that movie with Jim Carrey, actually, I really related mm. to that movie. That was a good mm. movie. Um, but yeah, like saying yes to everything um, and just, yeah, whatever it is, just say Push yes to it. Up. That's yeah. it's putting your hand up and putting yourself out there. Because as, as we said before, people notice that, people like that. They like that go-getter attitude and they'll use you again for future opportunities. And even if it's a step to the side of what you want to do, mm-hmm. do it anyway. That's life fine. short. Yeah. Just and it's going. just more experiences. It doesn't have to be necessarily a step up. It can be mm. multiple steps sideways that opens up an opportunity for a step up anyway, right? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure all it. of us, like a lot of people have done the career move where they're like, this was really a step, step sideways for me. Mm. But, you know, hopefully you can look back and be like, it was worth it in the end. But um, my other like mantra sort of thing is... Um, a lot of kids like message me on Instagram asking for advice and they always like want to know how to get into TV and how to act and how to do all that kind of entertainment stuff because every young person wants to be famous now because mm-hmm. it's like if you're a YouTuber, you can, you can live off that now, um, which is crazy. And like I just say to people like, you know, whatever you really are passionate about, like whatever you really enjoy, um, it could be like making model trains or like, making clothes or writing about the news in your local community. Like it doesn't matter what you're really passionate about or if you have a really hot, like amazing hobby and you're so good at it, like you can make a career out of it. Like Mm -hmm. you just have to work hard enough and like, you just have to um, build some skills around it to like advertise yourself in the way that like people are like finding appealing and stuff like that. And palatable. Yeah. Yeah. And palatable. So yeah. Like if you have some like hobby or something that you're really passionate about, you can, make that your career you don't have to be an accountant or you don't have to but maybe you're passionate about that like yeah and and that's fine exactly (laughs) it's fine to do that but i guess what you're trying to communicate is that if there's something you want to do and you want to do it bad enough you just got to look at how you can make those mechanics work with the realities Mm. of life in that you know you can't do something that won't pay the bills for example and Mm. you know that that's an easy way to sort of cop out of that is to sort of say well there's no opportunity to earn money out of that and you know therefore yeah. actually pursue it so i'm gonna step back but in reality put your hand up maybe a hundred times and mm. you you maybe get picked once like it's it's sort of that i mean i think that almost blends in a, a bunch of your mantras uh so to put it um in that you just gotta keep your hand up keep putting your hand up and you'll find ways of making what you want to do work mm. uh when it comes to the realities of life. Yeah. You said it better than myself, to be honest. Like you hit the nail on the head with the whole, um, yeah. Like, Oh, I'm not going to be able to make money from it. It's like, but you can like, trust mm-hmm. me, you can like, if, if people can film themselves, like, exactly. If yeah. people can film themselves on, you know, their phone and now make millions of dollars and, you know, I'm, I'm oversimplifying it, but I guess it's just me trying to communicate that there are parts to, you know, making that work with the realities of life and needing an income to keep the lights on. You mm. just got to be, you just got to keep trying and experimenting and putting your hand up and mm. so on and so forth. Love it. And more than ever, like people are getting these careers up from literally being nothing and, and really struggling from like nowhere. Like, um, for example, there's this girl that we're playing with for Dre at the moment. Her name's Mia Rodriguez. She's a TikTok star originally from just mm-hmm. lip syncing and having fun and making stupid videos she got really popular. She got really famous. And then she was like, right, time to do my music career. And now she's putting out like really dope songs. Like another person is like uh, this other like uh, rapper guy from Redfern. He's really young. He's like 
15 or 16 now. He's called like the Kid Leroy and he's just moved to LA and bought his mom at like a million dollar house. Like, yeah, right. you know, like wow. he came from like nothing and now he's like killing it. So mm-hmm. it's just like, you can do it. Like the power of the internet is just so unfathomably an unfathomable oh, presenter here oh my goodness it's friday guys, afternoon unfathomable whoa can you say that i can't say unfathomable. that thank you i can see it in my head and i just couldn't get it out can't oh, get it right man. that's that's all right <laughs> you're probably going on like five hours sleep anyway uh yeah yeah basically maybe let's, let's say three actually yeah well, you can fix that in post it's fine right <laughs> yeah hayden edit this out uh yeah thank we, you <laughs> you know maybe maybe increase the pitch in my voice and it'll sound like you said it uh who knows <laughs> it, sound, it sounds like we've actually transitioned into the last question which is the people you follow mm. so you talked about mia rodriguez and kid Leroy, which who, who mm. i've heard about not listened to the music his music yet but um people you follow and and why you follow them um yeah so uh i follow a lot of creative people and like i said some like some of them are influencers but they're not like the annoying kind of influencers where they're pushing a product all the time they're just genuinely like people who have like a hand at like what I'm interested in, like music, TV, whatnot. And they do other stuff on the side. And the first person who came to mind was um, Flex Mami, who is this Mm -hmm. sort of what she describes herself as like a slashy, which is like, you know, DJ slash radio host slash TV presenter slash author slash creator of like things. Like she's just all out there and she's just such a force to be reckoned with. And like, I just really admire the way that she has made a career out of everything. Like Mm -hmm. she loves like doing craft projects and like, like just like taught herself how to do like Photoshop and like, like graphic design. And then she was like, Hey guys, I made a puzzle out of my graphic design here, buy it on my shop. Like, and like her sort of like DJing thing is so cool. She like is really into fashion. Like the clothes that she wears, like I would never wear, but I can stand back and just be like, Oh wow. Like, she really thought that through. What a cool piece. Mm-hmm. Like she really loves, mm, she really loves like, you know, like local designers or just like actual designers rather than just like, you know, big companies that are just Labels, putting out yeah. clothes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I really like, really admire that. And I just think she's like really cool and funny and like her ethics and like her morals and stuff are like really on point. Like she's always like, really pushing the envelope as to what an influencer is and how they should treat their followers. Like Mm. you just got to go on her Instagram page and just follow her for a bit and she'll like pose questions and, and ask and like make discussion. And it's really like engaging and meaningful. And it's not just like trite stuff. Like it's like pretty deep stuff. And I really like enjoy being sort of like intellectually challenged in that way. So yeah, she's really cool. Flex mommy. Um, I've, I'll give you all these names so you can write them yeah, below. Um, <laughs> someone else I really like, um, I had to just quickly Google her actual name, but I know her as like GGMCG, um, which stands for Juliana uh, Gia, Giannini McGoran. I've actually never said her like name out loud because she you just see her Instagram handle and it's so small. It's just like GGMCG. And mm. like she's a like photographer and like does – these really awesome like conceptual shoots with like these like amazing Australian bands. And I just kept seeing her work pop up and I was like, all these artists get like these press shots that they're doing are like really good. Like mm-hmm. who's doing them? And then I found the her. Yeah. So it's like G dot G dot 
MCG. Um, and it's just like, she just kills it on the gram. Like, it's just awesome to look at her stuff because they're really colorful and bright and like, um, she dresses them really well yeah, wow. and she's got a really cool style. Like you just go through her page and you're like, Oh damn. Like she's nailed her. Like, you know, perception yeah, she's got like, a very yeah, and she's concepts. got a very aesthetic as a. Yes. You know, she's got that that very defined aesthetic as a as a creator, and not in a way that gets old. It's almost like mm. she. There's just multiple uh, multiple permutations of this same aesthetic that you can tell there's a commonality, but they're mm. also also different and they're so vibrant. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely going to link to her. That is that is a solid find. I'm hitting follow right now. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, she's really great. And um, well, who else do I follow? Um, I'd say I, this is like a trashy one, which is just for fun um, mm-hmm. on Twitter. I follow like a lot of like music and radio people, but there's this sort of weird side of Twitter that I like where um, <laughs> it's just fun to wake up and read these dumb excerpts from like Reddit. And it's like this relationship advice thing um, uh-huh. where they just like screenshot like, you know, this is what's happening in my relationship. I need help. And like, there's also this other one that's like, am I the asshole? And like you <laughs> decide whether this person is kind of a jerk or not. And like, I just enjoy reading them. They're literally just like screenshots and then they post it and then just people go off. Like it's just fun to read and to sort yeah. of get like a moral compass of what people think. Cause like sometimes I'm like, nah, they're fine. And then everyone's like, they're terrible. Break up with them. And I'm like, Oh no. And then you What's sort of go, me? Am I a bad person? Like, you yeah. know, I can't believe Please. that. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, like totally just entertainment. Like the other two, I'm like, yeah, I'll back that. Like you, you go out and follow these people. Cause like they deserve your follow. Whereas this Twitter thing, I'm like, if you just feel like this, having a bit of fun, on a, fun yeah. like it's a bit of fun. I, I've always really liked like advice, like columns and panels and stuff like that. I've always like really enjoyed reading them for some reason, maybe because it's like such a nice escape from my life. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this problem, they don't, they're really <laughs> they're real suffering. <laughs> Whereas I'm going to go make a nice like breakfast and have my day. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. It's nice. It's funny. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. Well, um thanks heaps for joining and i've had a lot of fun just sort of talking through um the journey and i think you know if if someone if i was to meet you when you were in high school not that i don't you know believe in you so to speak but i would have sort of thought <laughs> entertainment industry you know make a career out of it good luck uh you know <laughs> just just what's your backup make sure you've got a backup but yeah. look at you like you've 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 just I mean, you're making it the way I see it and sort of pushing through. And um, it's been awesome to just listen to that story and, you know, listen to what you've had to do to, to put yourself into that position. Um, and I think, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm lost for words. It's been awesome. Oh, man, thank you so much. Like, I really yeah. appreciate that. And, like, I wouldn't have thought if you told me in high school, like, where I'm at now, I would have been like, nah, probably not, probably <laughs> doing something else. but you know, like that's it. Like you just got to go all in and, and hope for the best. And yeah, but thank you so much for having me. This has been like a really weirdly enlightening chat. I was kind of thought like I knew what was going to happen. And then you threw those curveballs, and I was like, Oh wow. I, I'm in like <laughs> this learning phase of my life. Like I was having realizations while we were talking. That's I was, good. Oh, wow. I'm feeling this type of way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's awesome. Yeah, thank you I for mean, having me. And hopefully, like, something I said was useful to people. Like, I don't know. 
It's very I'm, I'm, like, I'm specific. sure like at the very <laughs> least it, you know, for, for anyone out there thinking about joining the entertainment industry, it shows you sort of what you've got to do to, to, you know, get somewhere with it. I mean, most industries sort of this applies to, but I just loved hearing from someone who's actually gone through it and, and still going through it and oh, um, you know, working out what you do next in terms of your career trajectory and, and all that. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks again. Well, Pip. stay tuned um, because like my learning, like there's still like so much to go. Like I'm no, by no means an expert, like at anything, I'm still like figuring it out as I go. But yeah, if you ever want advice, like just hit me up on Instagram and we can chat. But awesome. yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Loved it. Loved it. And as usual, all links to, Pip's contacts on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, will be in the description before uh, below. Oh, I'm I'm messing up my words as well. It's a Friday afternoon. It's, it's like you almost know. five. Like there you go. Got, time. Got <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. Thanks, Lorraine. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Future Tribe podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review on your podcast app. 